Hello, my name is Douglas Block. I'm an author and mental health educator. Welcome to your Depression Recovery Podcast, where each week we talk about practical tools and coping strategies for healing from depression and anxiety. This week's podcast was adapted from one of my YouTube videos. I hope you enjoy it. The title of today's video is Dysthymia Living in the Gray Zone. So to talk about dysthymia, I want to begin with a character of one of my favorite children's books of all time, Winnie the Pooh. The character is Eeyore the Donkey, and I'd like to read a little passage that kind of shows what he's like. Good morning, Eeyore, said Pooh. Good morning, Pooh Bear, said Eeyore glimmily. If it is a good morning, he said, which I doubt, said he. That's good old Eeyore, who lives in a place in the Hundred Acre Wood called Eeyore's Gloomy Place, Rather Boggy and Sad. Eeyore, of course, is remembered for his downcast and gloomy nature. Although he didn't know it, Eeyore suffered from a mental health condition called dysthymia. Dysthymia consists of having ongoing depressive symptoms that don't disable you, but keep you from functioning at full steam. It's kind of like having a long-term chronic infection. You never get really sick, but you don't ever feel really well either. You kind of feel run down. To get to the heart of what dysthymia is, let's look at the roots. First, let's take dys, spelled D-Y-S, as in dysfunctional. It means bad or difficult. Now let's look at thymia, spelled T-H-Y-M-I-A, which is Greek for the thymus gland. And the Greeks thought that the thymus gland was the seat of joy. So dysthymia means, literally, difficulty in experiencing joy. Interestingly, uh, the thymus gland was once thought to be a vestigial organ, having no role to play in the body. But now we know it plays a vital part in the immune system. So if you're feeling a little run down, you could do something called the thymus tap. You just tap right on your thymus gland here. And what this does is it stimulates the production of T cells, which assist in the fight against bacteria and virus. Some of the most prominent symptoms of dysthymia are depressed mood most of the day for more days than not for at least two years, difficulties in sleeping, difficulty in experiencing pleasure, a hopeless or pessimistic outlook, low energy or fatigue, low self-esteem, difficulty in concentrating or making decisions, persistent physical symptoms such as a headache or digestive disorders or chronic pain that do not respond to treatment. A dysthymic disorder is not characterized by episodes like in major depression, but by the steady presence of symptoms. You can think of it as the lingering sniffles of depression. Uh, things never get really bad, but left untreated, it can make your life miserable. Now, sometimes a person with dysthymia can have a stressful event, which can catapult them into a major depressive disorder. And this is called double depression. Sounds fun, doesn't it? Well, this is what happened to me recently when I suffered major depression, went into the hospital. I had double depression because I have dysthymia by temperament. And then on top of that, I had a major depression. Because dysthymia does not incapacitate you like major depression, many people think it's not worth seeking help. But if you feel you might have a dysthymic disorder, you really should seek treatment. And fortunately, you can do so using the lifestyle habits we talk about on this channel. Uh, you don't even need medication, for the most part. And of course, my favorite way of treating dysthymia or low-grade depression is through exercise. 
exercise is nature's antidepressant. I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times, right? So for example, a couple hours ago when I was writing the script, I felt a low mood, I couldn't concentrate. So I hopped on my bike, rode up to Rocky Butte, got to the top, my heart rate was at 80% of its maximum, and suddenly my head cleared, I felt well, and just really sweet. So uh, whenever I get a low mood, uh, exercise is my go-to method of feeling better. Although dysthymia implies having an inborn depressed temperament, it can also uh, be caused by childhood trauma and adjustment problems during adolescence. This is where psychotherapy can be very helpful in allowing you to go back into the past and resolve uh, unprocessed pain. In addition, there is something called cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, that can help you get away from negative thinking, which is a hallmark of depression and dysthymia. I mentioned earlier that uh, you can treat dysthymia using the strategies uh, mentioned on this channel, and I want to summarize them again in a diagram. Uh, it's physical self-care, mental-emotional self-care, social support, spiritual connection, and lifestyle habits. You can use all of these, such as exercise and eating well and massage and, you know, going to your famous favorite spiritual center and, you know, meditation, all these different things that you see in the diagram can be used to treat the dysthymia. And sometimes a little medication may be useful, but I have found for the most part, people who have dysthymia who come to my groups can usually manage it using lifestyle habits. In summary, you can consider dysthymia as depression light. It's not as serious as major depression, obviously, but it can still keep you living in the gray zone. Nevertheless, having dysthymia brings with it positive traits. People with dysthymia can be serious, profound, deep, prudent, dependable, industrious, patient, and responsible. These traits were found in my favorite president, Abraham Lincoln, who suffered from dysthymia his whole life. Historians now believe that Lincoln's dysthymic characteristics of being patient and persistent and long-suffering gave him the fortitude to hold the union together, whereas a more happy-go-lucky president would not have been able to pull it off. This has been Douglas Block. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something from it. If you'd like to ask me any questions about what you have heard, feel free to email me at douglasblock at gmail.com. That's my first and last name, all lowercase, at gmail.com, without any dots or underscores. If you would like to learn more about my work with depression, you can visit my website, www.healingfromdepression.com, or go to my YouTube channel. Just open up YouTube and type in the words Douglas Block Depression, and my depression recovery channel should come right up. Finally, I would like to remind you that depression and anxiety are treatable conditions. It may take time to find the right therapy or combination of therapies, but if you persevere, you can achieve the healing that you seek. And until our next podcast, I wish you the best in your mental health recovery. Thank you for listening.